All right, I'm going to start it off in three, two, one. Clap. Welcome to the Afrotaku Podcast for the fans, episode number one. This is a podcast where we talk about anime, manga, and everything else. I am Gramps, and I'm joined here by my co-hosts and guests who will introduce themselves right now. What up, what up, what up, everybody? I'm Mr. Good Guy, a.k.a. MGG. I'm Adam, a.k.a. Lord B. Hi there. I'm Saros, or Dog Poison. What's up, what's up? This is Patrick, uh, a.k.a. Silent Blaze. And uh, let's start getting into these discussions. So um, we were already talking about Bleach a little bit before, so let's go ahead and start it off with how would you rank the old big three of anime? So this is between Naruto, Bleach, and One Piece. I'm going to kick that off with uh, Naruto, number one, Bleach, number two, One Piece, number three, right oh. at the bottom. <laughs> I concur. <clears throat> right, well, how, are we, how are you guys thinking about the rank? Are you just talking about like how which ones you've enjoyed the most ranking that? Or are you talking about like your encompassing sales and everything in there, too? Oh, I think, I think personal opinion. Okay. Yeah. Oh personal opinion but somewhat uh it goes into marketing how popular the shows were naruto man it it's a timeless show i got my wife into it after it was over she cried after that joint was done that Damn. joint is, is amazing like from start to finish from shipping or from the beginning to the end of shipping like yeah. i'm not gonna go into board so we're not uh, you know, I'm <laughs> We don't talk about that here. I kind of, I'm kind of curious. Um, you said Bleach, Naruto, then One Piece, right? Is that what you said, or Naruto, Bleach, then no, One Piece? Naruto, Bleach, One Piece. What I'm curious about here is, this is just me as a as a person. Um, I want, I would like, to, could you expand on like you said Naruto? Could you expand on each like uh, why you chose two and three, like why you chose in that order? Oh, for sure, for sure. So Naruto, first of all, they had child soldiers out here throwing good hands for the village, for the Hokage while he's sitting in the office. That's already bad. You got a whole village. They wrote in a whole village of brothers throwing good fucking The Raikage from first to the current were just the most, some of the most badass characters in Naruto. Like they, they, like it was just an emphasis on friendship fire openers the fire openers. man <laughs> hey, don't sleep bleach has some hard openers bleach <laughs> has hard openers bleach they have some hard openers i can't count it oh, yeah. they had some um, of the best fighting animations of the three and they did some of the best all-around job keeping my interest throughout the runtime yeah i i think just the same thing just from you know naruto being same thing like he's like uh uh lord he said so naruto bleach and then one piece so for me naruto just like he said like just that the way they just the character development the build-up of because i think sometimes we suffer from that sometimes when you watch it in anime it's like a really good side character that comes up or somebody that's not a part of that main story and they you know Naruto did a great job of developing those characters and showing that, hey, it is Naruto, it is his story, but all of these other people are a part of his story. So I think it builds up that way. You know, popularity, 
does account into that too, just how popular it is. But just for me, that that character development, just the story, how they built it and how, you know, uh, uh, you know, it takes that natural, you know, that shonen element of I'm going to work as hard. I'm going to get strong. And yeah, we all know Naruto's only Jutsu is shadow clones, but <laughs> he that's what he did. That's he, he used that to his advantage and it kind of built it. So it's kind of like, yeah, you got that anime trope of the work working hard kind of guy that's just going to overcome everything. But you still got like he used it in a conventional way, I guess, if that makes sense um, to be able to do that. So that's how I look at it from from Naruto. Um, like two and three um, Bleach. Bleach for me, uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but um, I think Bleach for me got to a point where it was just really good. And once once they got to a point of, you know, beating I like from beginning to Hekomundo and they beat Aizen. Great. Like amazing. Character development, a lot of training sessions, all this other stuff that, you know, uh went good. After that, I think it just went uh uh crazy after that. Uh and, and again, like it was rushed and all kinds of stuff was being done. So um and then for me One Piece I'm probably like one of the not one of the few, but I, I'm I'm in that smaller minority of man. I, when do I, it get good? Huh? When do it get good? Like I watched the first few arcs of that joint. Like the dude who pushes his glasses up on his face with the back. Oh my god! Oh that yeah. Is- the f- no. I'm good. The I- with the claws? Oh, no. His name is like Captain Kuro. He built I, himself I, up to, to be so strong and got waxed. Got <laughs> waxed. I just put it this way. I, I couldn't get past um when they were, I guess, whatever that sand, whatever sand place they were, and they were finding that guy. Was it Crocodile? Uh-huh. I couldn't get past him. I, I couldn't get past that. I was like, nah, I'm good. I was like, <laughs> damn. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like that. It's like um uh, 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 what's that? I'm gonna want to throw other stuff out, but like fairy tale. Like I, I that is just too much. Like it is, it's just at some point I'm just like, all right, I'll come back to this some other time. But that's how I feel about One Piece. <laughs> like it's just like, when is it gonna get good? Like I keep hearing all this stuff. Like I've I've seen, and I'm not a spoiler guy. Like if it comes out, it comes out. Especially nowadays, everything that's on the internet. It is what it is. Like if you if you you better just stay off of you know all the socials if you don't want no spoilers. Right. But I've sites, like I've seen you know certain clips. I've seen you know the conversation. I kind of it's like ah eh, okay. But like for me, One Piece from a popular popularity standpoint, counting in that too. That's not like the most popular. Even though you got a lot of um you know uh uh, uh toys and Bandai's always putting stuff out for it. So. But that's how I look at it from, you know, from one, two, three. So. It's just a really hype show. Like, yeah. I watch, I think I enjoy, I enjoy the arc where they meet Sanji and all that when they're on the culinary pirate ship or whatever. Yeah. And outside of that, everything was just boring in a sense. Uh, I couldn't get into any of the characters really, but, uh, what was, the, what was the guy's name with the slingshot? That was Usopp. Usa. Yeah. He was he was a cool dude, but like Luffy just seemed hella one dimensional. He was always smiling and getting bonked upside his head Like I'm <laughs> yep. I just wasn't it hasn't really changed in twenty twenty. 
<laughs> I'm not going to, I'm going to uh, say I, I review One Piece. I, I do a lot of One Piece stuff in general. I actually do, um, I, I drive out to like conventions to do panels, like four panels, like uh, throughout the weekend for One Piece. And each of them are like two hours long. I extensively know like crazy amounts about One Piece. And, uh, and I understand why people don't like it. I truly do. I can grasp that. It's just like, imagine not watching like um, Game of Thrones or not watching like a big series that's popular. Just like, why is it so good? Who cares? It doesn't matter if you didn't see it. It's it's good. But like, if you don't think it's good, that you know, you're tired to your opinion. You're fair. That's fair. Yeah. True. Yeah, I, I just like that uh, reference you just said for Game of Thrones. There's a lot of people, like, believe it or not, that haven't seen some of these shows. So it, it's it's either you into it or not for one piece. That's, that's what I think. That's why I kind of, that's why, you know, I think it's like three out of the big three. It's still a big, still a big show. It's still, like I said, I'll probably go back, you know, just to catch up and just to see, you know, how Luffy kind of does that. But man, is that show wacky? Like that show and fairy tale, uh, one piece and fairy tale. I'm not saying they're in the same class. Let me, let me be clear. <laughs> I get dragged or something like that, but. I wouldn't say they're in the same class. I just, just that style and for lack of a better word, wacky, just how wacky some, some of it, some of it is. Like I can't, it's almost like I can't concentrate. It's just like, wait, what the hell's going on here? So. All right. So that's, that's fair. Cause with, with one piece in general, they give you a lot of stuff. Like they give you all these characters stuff like that. So you can theory craft, so you can think about it. Cause the care, the thing about one piece, it's not about Luffy. It's not about Wahidi Luffy. It's not about Zoro. It's not about Sanji. It's not about Usopp. They are minor in the grand scheme of the world building. The greatest thing about One Piece is the world building. The one thing about shows like Toriko or Naruto or Bleach, they did great beginning world building, like with the hand signs in Naruto, with the, yeah. the names of the Zanpak toes in Bleach. When they, they, did, they don't add elements to One Piece that weren't previously established. In Bleach, they'll add things like the Fullbringers, but Naruto will add things like one chakra hand seal for large jutsus, like with Madara Uchiha. They will add things later and retcon it. One Piece... The retcons they make make sense in the greater scheme of the world building just because we weren't explained to them earlier. That's the thing that's different with One Piece and other series, and that's how One Piece remains at the top. Mm. Did you give your ranking, Saros? Uh, oh, no. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> all right, so this is my ranking of shows. Obviously, One Piece is one. Yeah, I feel Because uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, own, I, own, um, I own, like, every, I own every One Piece game uh, I own a lot of One Piece stuff. Uh, I literally make cosplays for it. I love One Piece a lot. It's a series that's holding my heart. I even watched the shitty four kids dub because that was horrible. Oh my god, Jesus! It was horrible when we were all kids. <laughs> no, it was, it was when I was a child. I was like, "What is this trash? This is horrible." I was a kid with like constructive criticism. I was like, "This is horrible." Put on Maguzi. Put on Cold Yoko. This is horrible. <laughs> um, uh, One Piece is just a series holding my heart. It has a lot of world building. It's great. Um, secondly, I'm gonna put Naruto. Uh, but I have a lot of gripes for Naruto, like a crazy amount. The first from Naruto to Sasuke, like from the first beginning part of Naruto up until he got Sasuke, it was spectacular. Oh my, it was crazy good. I didn't like the fact that Naruto had more chakra than Kakashi, though. That kind of messed me up a little bit because that really threw me for a loop. And they had every side character matter. Rock Lee was cool. Shino was great. You know, and, you know what? In Sakura had a fight. When was the last time you know had a fight? When was the last time? Well, against what, Kakuzu? Maybe? It's garbage. Trash. Hot dog water. Frank Ocean. And. <laughs> <laughs> 
what, what, in Naruto, like, the greatest scenes in Naruto and Shippuden weren't that many good scenes. And a lot of people were like, but the fighting was good. No. No. What? Let me explain why. I'm going to explain why. The end of Naruto, when they introduced Kaguya, they introduced Kaguya at the very end, the last three chapters, they introduced Kaguya. That's when we got it. And we, that's when it was like, oh, Madara, he's a cool villain. But, you know, we're not going to, we're just not going to let that happen. And then we got told in the beginning of Naruto from Naruto versus Neji, hard work beats talent. That was shown in Rock Lee. That was supposed to be shown in Naruto. But hard work does not beat talent because Rock Lee got pushed to the side. And Naruto and Sasuke are the actual ancestral chakra demon spirits of fucking Kaguya Utsuki, which makes no sense in the grand scheme of things. So that means Naruto had it good since the beginning, because his father was the fourth fucking Hokage, and his mom was Kushina, the head of the fucking red-haired clan of the Uzumaki, so that's stupid, and I didn't like that. That was messy. Sasuke was a demon. He was an absolute demon, and at many points in the series, he was just better than Naruto. He flexed on the nine tails, and at one point, his eyes got compared to fucking Madara Uchiha's, and it was just ridiculous. So that was Shippuden was a mess overall in terms of story building, world building, and character development. Fucking Jiraiya stopped Itachi and Kasame at the same time in regular Naruto, but Itachi has Susanoo. It didn't make any sense. Didn't make any sense. So that's my guess for Naruto. I think it made perfect. I don't know. I think it made perfect sense. Naruto. Uh, there are parts where the story gets muddled, but as far as the fight scenes, Kisame versus Guy, uh, Mike Guy, let's yeah. see, uh, the one you just mentioned, Itachi, Kisame versus Jiraiya, they even explain in the manga, like, he's one of the Sani. He, there was no way that both of them combined could have, could have outsmarted Jiraiya and I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you out here to get away. I'm gonna help you out here. So I have a one quick question. When um when Jiraiya got damaged and scarred by three tailed Naruto, and then Orochimaru with no without his without body he's not regular to beat hear me out, beat four tailed Naruto, like legitimately like washed him high key. Because what was that? Orochimaru doesn't care about Naruto. Jiraiya yeah, is his pops for all intents and purposes. Like he yeah, doesn't want to just wash Naruto. He could have just smacked them up real quick. And and I think I think Orochimaru is a lot stronger than than some people really want to admit. Like Orochimaru has all of these forbidden juices, just like Lord B just say he doesn't care. Like he uses it because he has his own you know, uh, 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 goals in mind. So if he's going to use all of this forbidden stuff, the jutsu, as well as he's a lot stronger and knows a ton of jutsu, period, that he can use and have the chakra to be able to use. I don't know. Plus, oh yeah, he can't die. He's just going to figure out how exactly. he's going to go to someone else's body to figure it out. So I, I don't who, know. Who do you I, think is stronger? Who is stronger? Jiraiya or Oshimaru? Orochimaru, just because Orochimaru. he has the he has the willingness to use all of the powers he has. In yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So why didn't why didn't hear me out? If if Jiraiya is stronger than Orochimaru, right? Sorry, Orochimaru is stronger than Jiraiya, right? Then Itachi looked at Orochimaru and beat him at 13 years old, and and Itachi was scared of Jiraiya. So what does that say? 
that was just awesome firsthand. Let me let me test them out. Let me see what he about. Like we done heard about him. Like Itachi been talked about through all the villages and all mm-hmm. the land. We done heard mm-hmm. about this cat. Let me let me test this metal real quick. Itachi he found out he found out Itachi wasn't nothing to play with quickly, but <laughs> you know. Itachi said, and I quote, we can't beat Jiraiya at the current moment. Even with our combined forces together, I'm actually reading it from the thing. Even with our combined forces together, we can't beat Jiraiya. He's too strong. That's the exact exact words. I'm going to pull it up. Why did he say that? I, I'm, I'm just going to put that in with that's just how the plot was written. But if we want to really be realistic, Itachi didn't. It's not like Itachi was just we. We don't know, right? We don't know what his what his um story like once once he hit. Well, we do a little bit, right? But I mean, he's not out there training. He's not out there learning new stuff or trying to figure that out. Like he knew he was he was at his prime. He was figuring it out. I, I I just don't see how he wouldn't be able to beat Jiraiya. I think he would have found a way to beat Jiraiya if he needed to beat Jiraiya. Um, even if Jiraiya is that strong, because. <laughs> I don't know if we can say that, and this might be not a popular talk. I don't know if we would say like Itachi is one of the strongest ninja, but I could say Itachi is probably one of the smartest ninja um, in the whole in the whole series. Because that dude, he told he tells you when he comes back in his um in his resurrected form, he's like, all I got to do is figure out how your jutsu works. Once I do that, you're done for. So, okay. that, that, I think. That, all right, go go. Oh, I think personally they um kind of Hoatachi in the whole in the whole theme thing. I agree. Like, I feel like he was one of the strongest ninja, but in Jiraiya versus Kisame Itachi, Kisame uh, Itachi was one of the smart was like one of the smartest, which is why he knew that he couldn't have accomplished his goal to grab Naruto while also getting him and Kisame out of the Toe belly jutsu unscathed. That was not going to happen. True. So that's kind of the. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. I'll, I'll give you guys that because that's that's the very fair, concise things I'd say. I like that a lot. Now let me shit on Bleach right quick. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I, I love I love Naruto. I love the fight scenes. I love Obito versus Kakashi. I love all that. I love the world building in One Piece. I don't even care about the fights in One Piece. I like the world building. But Bleach. Oh my goodness. It had in the beginning. I didn't like Ichigo is not even a protagonist to me. I'm not even gonna cap you here. He's not because he does nothing. What is his goal? What is, what is his goal? I'm gonna protect my friends. Okay, you can say that's Naruto's goal, but Naruto wants to be Okage. You can say that's Luffy goal, but Luffy wants to be the Pirate King. Ichigo has no relevance to being an actual character in the kai. He's not a progressive protagonist. He's a reactive protagonist. Stuff happens around this nigga, and he's just like, maybe I should do something. It's like if a fire were happening, he'd be like, hmm. I could get a fire extinguisher, or I could leave the building. You just let the fire go on. This nigga is ridiculous. So, I like bleach. Like, I like shellfish, but I'm allergic to shellfish. So I don't know. I know I'm holding the series, but hear me out. I want to explain my love for bleach. I made 17 Zanpakuto. I have... I have Miyuri Kuitsuchis, I have Zarahi Kenpachis, I have the Captain Commanders, I have all the Zero Squad, I have fucking Grimjaws, I made them, I metalcrafted them, I actually cosplayed them, and I made them, right? And I still have such disdain for how they ended the fucking series. 
I will never get over that ever. I, I, I mean, that's that. why they haven't ended Bleak. I mean, One Piece because they can't figure out how to end that mug. Just- <laughs> no, no, no. We, we know we know how One Piece is going to end. If if you if you read up to it and you theorycraft and understand it, we know how One Piece is going to end because we've 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 gotten the hints towards One Piece going to end. Bleach, however, did this exact thing. They was like, all right, so how we going to series? Nigga, I don't know. We got five chapters. Five chapters. Tyson Kubo, what are you doing? Five chapters. I got it. You know what he did? This nigga, he was like, all right, so Ichigo, right? The dude who just lost and broke his Zapato. His Zapato broke. Shut up. So what we're going to do here is we're going to bring it back. How? I don't know yet. Um, we're going to write it back in the stories. Literally had a character that was him. A manga character, like a character that can write things into the story. And he wrote back that nigga Zapato in the thing. And then Tsukushima. Tsukushima. And he brought, oh my god, he Mm. He had a character that his ability was fairy tale. He could change the future. That was his ability. His ability was fairy tale. And he perceived the dude proceeded to lose. He lost. How? <laughs> he could see he could see into the future and change the his ability, his power. He had no other abilities other than to literally change the future. That's his ability. Yeah. And he lost. How? Main character yeah, says that- bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, 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 I love it. I'm not, I don't, I don't disagree with you with Bleak. I think for me, and then just like the stuff that I've read, at least I, I don't I didn't read all the way through the thousand year war, but like with Bleach, it just got too crazy. It's just too much stuff. Um, plot armor, plot armor only goes so far. Like, I'm a huge Bleach fan, love Bleach. That's my favorite anime. But like I said, after they beat Aizen, I'm good. I don't need anything else. They could have just ended it right there, and then I'm fine. I would have been like, yep, it's a classic. It is what it is. But after that point where he was already a hollow, Shinigami, and now he's a Quincy on top of it, I was like, come on, man. I was like, "Can what, what else is he going to be? Might as well just go ahead and make him a, a, a King Angel, too, if you want to. I don't know. Like, Actually, he was, he was going to become the Soul King, so technically. <laughs> technically. <laughs> Sheesh. So that's that's my top three. That's my top three. Uh, um, I mean, Grams, you want us to share ours? <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, MGG. Um, I, I have to give it two layers because I gotta, I gotta let the, I gotta the honest ranking. I guess if I'm being honest with myself, is One Piece, Naruto, Bleach. And maybe Naruto beats One Piece, but not really in my opinion. And then my like, based off of how hurt my feelings were when each of these respective series went to like trash moments, I would say my rating was probably Bleach at the top, Naruto second, and then One Piece last. And why I put that is, I think... When I started reading all three of those series, Bleach was probably the one I was the most invested in once we got to the Soul Society. I think it had a really shitty, boring beginning, but I think in probably maybe besides One Piece, you could argue, um, like Naruto had a shitty beginning too. It was kind of like boring episodes until we got to like Land of the Wave stuff. So that's all the same across the board but bleach i felt like with the bankai stuff and uh the shikai stuff had the most potential to keep me interested plus like the hollow race and all of the questions with ichigo 
all of that stuff kept me like, I just want to know the answer to these questions. The Eisen part for me was just the icing on the cake. I was like, I can't wait to see Shunsu's Bankai. I can't wait to see all these other characters' Bankais. But then, like, uh, Dog Poison, I guess everybody else here kind of alluded to. Once we beat Eisen, it just went to the trash can. Like, horribly to trash. I've never seen it so poorly executed. Like, Taite Kubo was literally just pulling shit out of his ass for Bankai's. Like, it was like, <laughs> damn, um, oh, Unahana, I never gave her a Bankai. Alright, it's just gonna be this black shit, and uh, some stuff is gonna happen in the black shit, but you're not really gonna know what the black shit is about, but like, it's black though, and she hard, right? Like, what? Like, what was I reading? Like, so that hurt me to the, to my core. So I felt like that hurt me more than Naruto's lack of character development. That's why I put that second. I feel like Naruto would have been the second one, on my opinion, if they executed the character development well post Shippuden, like, or sorry, post like Sasuke retrieval arc. Once we enter Shippuden, it started off kind of good. And we thought we were going to get that because when we did the first mission trying to get Diodara and all that, Rock Lee and Neji and all them came with them. But it's like looking at the grand scheme of things, we really didn't get a lot of battles till the end. And a lot of it wasn't even the the youth fighting. Like the people we wanted to see fight, the people that came up in the tuning exams and shit, like had minimal fights in the beginning. Besides, you can call out that one dope Shikamaru fight. Uh, I don't count Rock Lee, Neji, and Ten Ten fighting themselves as a real battle, but I do count it when I'm considering their win loss ratio. So, <laughs> so there's that. Uh, but yeah, all in all, it went down. And then One Piece is the only one because it's still going. It's kind of like made up for the parts where I've been like disappointed. But my biggest gripe with One Piece is what they do to Sanji, which is like I feel like there's this whole subgroup of the community that argues that Sanji is getting the respect he deserves in One Piece, and I don't think he is at all from what Oda tried to present him as. Like, I feel like if you're part of the Monster Trio, I expect to see hands at some point in time. I don't care about your relationship development. I don't care about who you fucking. I don't care about um, the fact that you have a family. Like None of that means anything. I'm trying to see you throw these hands, and Sanji to this day hasn't <laughs> thrown hands that were worthy or significant for me post-time skip, so... I ain't gonna, my biggest gripe. I ain't gonna cap you on Sanji right quick, but <laughs> um, so hear me out. This is why Sanji is has gotten the respect he deserves, and why a large part of the community believes it. Because I've been confused about this too. Because Sanji's fights in the series uh, after post time skip have been in Fishman Island. Oh, that's it, isn't it? He fought Sheephead on Zo. That's it. Okay, cool. So joke, joke fight, <laughs> joke fight with, with Luffy. But okay, so let me explain why he got the respect. Firstly. It is referenced very early on in the Alabast arc when he went under the alias Mr. Prince that he had some royalty. It is referenced very early on at that point. That payoff was incredible. Secondly, he got a very relevant power buff that goes against his natural criteria of what he believes. He's learning that his morals don't matter. Him not hitting women has gotten him decimated. Him not wanting to listen to his family has destroyed him. But slowly, very slowly, he's using his raid suit that he got from his family. He's understanding that his morals don't matter. He needs to get stronger. He's understanding that maybe he's going to have to slap a bitch. Maybe. It depends. If he has to. Like, it's getting to that point. Because he's just like, who's this beauty? Who's this beautiful woman? I will drag my dick through the desert just to hear you... Think about having a, 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 my dick in you. I will suck the last dick you fuck. That's how much of a simp Sanji is. And I'm not about that life. 
I'm not about that bullshit. He deserves some more recognition, but he's gotten some some fair fair recognition. Uh, so I feel like the <laughs> argument you made with the whole like the raid suit thing and the the tie to the story in the beginning, sure. But I also feel like it's one of those like fan reaches to like say he's getting respect when he still isn't. Like for me personally, like I didn't, I really didn't care about Sanji's backstory. To me, the thing that I thought he was an asset in terms of the team was I felt like he was going to be the team strategist. Like in Alabaster, that same mark that they alluded, I guess, to the, the Prince thing, I also noticed his strategic ability. And even in the arc subsequent that he was the guy that was like, um, Luffy's dumb shit is going to probably get us all murked. Like here's the, the, the way out. Right. So my thing was, I, I expected some development there. And along with the, once they started talking about the monster trio shit and he pulled out the shit he pulled out in CP nine, I'm like, okay, they're going to start giving him strength feats. But instead, they send him to this joke island for the time skip, which I'm like, fine, do what you want to do there. But then he comes back. His first fight in Fishman is not even like... Uh, it's really just a joke fight. That's, that's the way I interpreted it. I'm like, sure, he can go full thing, but it just seems like Oda made a big joke about it. And then post that, we've just been getting glimpses. He fought Virgo, and then that, I felt like, didn't give us a good inkling of where he landed, where his counterparts in the Monster Trio constantly get these respect feats that are just like, we don't know who you, like, Zoro, we still don't know where his fucking cap is. Every fight he's had since the uh, time skip has been, like, super easy for this nigga. Like, I haven't seen him break a sweat for anything. So, to me, I think, like, some people are looking at Sanji, I think, through the lens that you might be alluding to, which is this, like, um... Oh, look at what his character's doing and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, I always, my counter argument is always is like, we're still in the shonen genre. So at the end of the day, most people, if you're stuck on One Piece, yeah, the world building was great. And I, I think that's obviously a key feature that brings people to it. But the action is also the other piece to it. And if you put someone in the like top three power tier of their shonen series, I expect to see that come out. Like, it's very weird to like, I, that was one of the biggest gripes with Sasuke for me and Naruto too. It's like post Shippuden, we kept putting him in this like top two status, and until like when they first met him, he was he seemed like he was stronger than Naruto. But then after that, he just kept getting curb stomped. But the whole community mm. was making it seem like this nigga was a goat. But I'm like, he went to the Five Kage Summit. These niggas was ready to run his fade. Like he didn't come in there and just like. Yeah. Curb stop everybody. Raikage was like, I don't give a fuck about your Amaterasu. I'll let this arm go right now and drop your bitch ass. So, like, <laughs> B, same thing. It was like, all right, come up. And so I felt like Sasuke kept learning that lesson, but the community did this whole thing of making him seem like he was somewhere he wasn't. And I'm, I kind of felt like that with certain people with Sanji. It's like, bro, I'm, I'm reading it. Sure, I appreciate all the development, but like, I'm not getting that from Zoro, but I enjoy reading his arcs more than I do Sanji, who I'm getting all this story development from. You see what I'm saying? Like, Zoro has just as much backstory to uncover as Sanji, and we still don't get a taste of that. But I don't see people complain about that. And I felt like it's it's that shonen piece. I just need Sanji to pull out the hands. If he pulls that out, I'm back on the fanboy club. But I, I had to leave because that nigga was, was fucking around. I think um, I think you're falling into the... I've, I've experienced this before, and I had this issue getting into the two-year time skip. The last time, and I kid you not, the last time we've had the top one, two, three fight thing was CP9. That was in Nez Lobby. That was the very last time we've had the, like, Jabra, uh, Kaku, and then Luchi. That was the last time we've had the monster, and we've, we created the name of the community for Monster Trio. Oda's never said Monster Trio. Yeah. Never said that. 
So we we got this mindset like, oh, it's going to be tough, one, two, three. And then when they got the Thriller Bark, that got destroyed immediately. And then after that, they got separated into different islands. And even in Fishman Island, Zoro was fighting Hody Jones, who was the main villain of the arc. And I was just like, okay, that it got that was showing that the entirety of the top three thing got disestablished. Like, instantly it was showing that. And that's why when we got further in the story, Sanji did things like try to stop Doflamingo. And Pika wasn't even the second strongest in Doflamingo's crew, yet Zoro fought him. And that was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. They just stopped the whole top three thing after the two-year time skip. Now with Sasuke, when you're talking about Sasuke, that kind of confused me, because he watched Deidara and he beat Itachi. I don't care if anybody says he beat him. I don't care if he was coughing. Nah, Itachi was <laughs> sick, bro. You can't. I'm not Itachi got sick is not losing to Sasuke. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. At, cool, at cool. that moment, no way. Now, later? Yeah, sure. He definitely body him now. But back then? Sasuke saw the, saw the first half of the fight in his head. Yeah, that's how. That's <laughs> Itachi was yeah, hear me seated. out. Hear me out. He, Itachi was literally seated the first half of that fight. Who died though? I mean, he didn't wait. Hold up though, but he didn't die because Sasuke. Right. He got tired. Really he, doing he, that? That is little brother. He died, he died no, off his heart disease. No, he died off his heart disease. I get that. He died off his heart disease, and Sasuke <laughs> definitely. Sasuke didn't beat him fair and square. But hear me out. They're ninjas, right? Mm-hmm. How you go if you're a ninja? Wouldn't you attack a nigga in his sleep? I ain't gonna cap right quick. Like, just hear me out. <laughs> if I'm a ninja, right? I'll be like, all right, cool. I'm gonna hit this nigga while he's sleeping. He got done with dinner. I'm gonna heighten his his bed sheets. I'm gonna heighten his bed sheets. Poison this nigga. That's a ninja strategy. They even act like ninjas trying to throw hands and shit. Fuck all that. I'm a ninja. What you mean? That's why Pain popped up on the village. Like, yeah, y'all niggas unprepared. It's on. Yeah, but Sasuke, Sasuke got Sasuke almost got murdered by Lord B like three times during that fight. He died three times in that fight. Almost was not there. If Karin was not there, Sasuke would be deaded three times over. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's he's yeah he got he got he got uh, he got stopped. I ain't gonna cap. And then he he tricked Sasuke into believing that he had actually caught the eight tape. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just kind of going back to it with um, with just that whole Itachi, you know, with the Itachi and Sasuke. I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. Like Itachi's sick. He 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 was just not in a position to do it. He basically overworked himself and died right there. And he literally, literally, when he does that little tap on on Sasuke's head just to be like, that's really to me. Sasuke lost that fight. That's all, that's to me. If I have had to be honest, Sasuke lost that fight because literally Itachi just tapped him on the head and was like, "Yo, you still my young. Let me let me just let you know you still my young. I'm gonna die, but you still my young." Okay, I got you. So Sasuke hear me out. Data on a technicality. That whole lightning diffuses the explosion <laughs> shit. That's true. That's true. Let's also admit this thing. Kabuto would have definitely killed fucking Sasuke if Itachi oh, was what killed. Want. He would Watch that nigga. Let's, yeah. let's, let's make sure we all agree on that shit. So don't sleep on Itachi against Sasuke. Oh, no. Itachi is like literally like top five in the series. He's an absolute monster. He's a demon. Legitimately a demon. But I'm not going to cap the entire series. Kishimoto wrote this nigga like, oh, man, I got a broken leg. My back hurt. And like my nipples are like this is this is a bad day for me. But like that's like that's like the Dragon Ball Z argument that people come with me like, oh yeah, Goku, right? 
he died by Android 19. No, he didn't die by Android 19. Well, he was getting washed by him. No, he just had a heart disease. And realistically, I can say that Goku is 100% stronger than Android 19 any day of the week. But this day of the week, this nigga had leukemia. So this day of the week, he getting washed. Like, out of a thousand fights, Itachi wins. But that thousand and first fight, Sasuke wins. And that thousand and first fight happened in the series, which is a bit of a shame. The nigga's a monster, though. Yeah. I mean, Itachi, you don't think Itachi ever had the intention of actually killing Sasuke. Like, I'm pretty sure he, he was doing everything for the purpose of nurturing this man into a stronger ninja. So he was going to, so Sasuke was going to, yeah, so Sasuke was going to, quote unquote, kill him in that fight, no matter what, no matter how you go about it. That's true. Because he, he, wanted, he wants his little brother to be stronger. He freed this nigga out of Orochimaru shit in the fight. He was still helping this nigga in the fight. He was like, oh, man, that nigga's still in you. All right. Here you go. He free. You good now. So I don't know. I feel like Sasuke, to me, as far as like people who are, I feel like ride Sasuke till the end. Uh, I just find it hard to believe watching Shippuden that you can still like get behind him. Because I felt like that was just like uh kishimoto basically saying like damn this nigga just has to get as strong as i'm making naruto i feel like that's what happened towards the end was like shit he, sasuke got like 10 power-ups he needed big shit to be able to compete with karama and all this other stuff where mm. and it ended up sacrificing like what could have been a good character and just making sasuke seem like a, a big fat ass baby because he was just going around doing angry shit because he was angry not really because exactly. he had a purpose behind it because if anything he would have got like after Itachi died and he came to understand what the fuck was going on with the with why he did what he did, it still just seemed like he was going around being a big baby, just fighting shit that yeah. he really wasn't supposed to fight, doing shit he really wasn't supposed to do. Besides the Donzo fight, yeah, Donzo really was kind of just like mm. Donzo had to die. Yeah, but Donzo was a big goofy. So like, in that fight, that fight, Sasuke earned it up. I don't feel like that was like a that much of an ass I felt like Donzo was the dumbest ninja I've ever met. You have a the ability <laughs> to freaking change the way shit pops off, and you just waste that. He was just turning that shit on and off the entire fight. I was like, bro, you're the stupidest motherfucker I've ever met. You should just easily get- win this fight. Or get the fuck out of there because right. he was like, what the fuck? Right. dude was garbage. But yeah. yeah, that actually makes me uh, want to make a post in the future between the who's the angry team, Prince Zuko or Sasuke, because uh, <laughs> both of them motherfuckers. Sasuke's yeah. so angry to this day. To this day. Sasuke. Sasuke. I can't. Okay, I can't. Okay. Uh, Zuko, uh, Zuko actually got some resolution. He actually, I mean, he became a member of the team. Now, Sasuke, this motherfucker is a bit. You're serving the nigga you hate, bro. <laughs> hey, no, 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 no. We all know he loves love Naruto. Like, probably a little more than he probably liked to. Sasuke loves Naruto. Like, I mean, Chris, I'll put it this way. Look at look. I feel like Naruto had all the prophecy shit or whatever. He worked hard, blah blah blah. But just let's start from the very very beginning of Naruto. Sasuke was a nigga without a family that was just out here grinding, dope ass ninja, right? Naruto was an ain't shit ass motherfucker, and then basically he went from that to on his level. Like yeah, Sasuke's pissed the fuck off. Yeah, sure they friends now or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's like, bro, now you're, like, better than me. Like, if he thinks back to those moments, he's like, what the fuck happened, bro? Like, what happened? Like, Sasuke, 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 Sasuke,
and I had a, I had, you know what I'm saying, Naruto, who's not shit. He's a shitty ninja. And then Jiraiya, one of the three signing, comes back like, hey, Naruto, just Naruto. I'm going to oh. teach you how to be the shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and instead, another signing's trying to rape me. Like, you feel me? This This other motherfucker was just trying to run my shit. Like, what the fuck? Drew, (laughs) give me your booty. Right? I mean, he he literally had that switch um, saying, fuck, this dude was stronger than me when they uh, both were fighting each other. And Naruto tried to hit his ass with the rising gun. And Sasuke tried to hit his ass with the Shidori. And he saw that big ass hole sticking out the side of that uh, that container. He was like, fuck. I can see. I see what y'all talking about now. I see what y'all talking about. I can. Yeah, Sasuke's pissed. Yeah, because that just that. That That's why he the job where he's not around the village, bro. He just. Oh, so he just he mad. He petty right now. That's what you're saying. Sasuke loves Sasuke loves Sasuke Naruto so much that he literally the the story the story is so deep. Because he had a daughter, just so Naruto's son could smash his daughter, just to fulfill his inner fantasy. I kid you. Damn, we got to put that out there. We got to put that out there. See what see what people think about that, man. Because I, I, I did some credence to that. There, there, there's some credence to that. That's credence to Naruto clapping Sara's cheeks. That's what's gonna happen ten years down the line, bro. <laughs> Oh, wild as hell for that. <laughs> top, the top three, by the way. We didn't do the top three. That, that would be one strong ass emotional baby. Then. Oh, <laughs> real shit. Oh my goodness. I mean, are the eyes gonna get better or worse? Because Serata gotta wear fucking glasses. What the fuck is? Oh yeah, she's shining guy. Gotta wear glasses. She's stupid. But I mean, but so there's the thing about that. So she's wearing a shine gun. She gotta wear glasses. So she should her shine gun should be on point then. It should be crazy. No, no, it should be horrible. It should be Garbaggio. That's Frank Ocean, bro. What do you mean? <laughs> hot dog water. What? Yo, how stupid would it be? You wearing glasses. You try to hit a nigga with the showering gun, and that shit reflect off your glasses and come back into you. Now your ass got trapped in your own jitsu. Stupid. You that stupid. shit would kill me. You know what? Wait, what? Yeah, Actually, like, everyone shut down. That's what I thought. I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, right. Did everybody, did everybody do your top three? Everybody do. No, top I didn't. I didn't go yet. Go ahead. All right, so uh, niggas probably got about to get a little bit heated. So my choices are very biased because one, I never actually watched Bleach. I never within me wanted to actually dive into it because. Uh, I think, you know, I was watching, when I, you know, back when we were watching it, cartoon network, I only dived into Naruto and One Piece, and I was like, Bleach, ah, nah, I'm good. That shit just never, never seemed interesting to me, so I always skipped that shit. And um, even when I started diving into Mongo or whatever, I, I got to the point where I was like, do I really want to read all them chapters? Nah, nigga, I'm good. And then, you know, eventually uh, coming to the point where we started doing uh, chapter reviews for our podcast and, and seeing how niggas talk so much shit about Bleach. I'm like, damn, I really don't want to jump into this shit. Now. When I, when we gave a whole fucking rating that's below trash and called it Bleach just because of how bad the ending was. I'm like, yeah, yeah y'all, bro. y'all killed that, me with that when I saw it. When it, when y'all went to the um, lit to Bleach and I saw that, I was like, oh, no. I was like, oh, this yeah. is 
Niggas, niggas be hurt. You get the context. I did, but I'm not gonna lie. I was sitting. I was like, "Damn, bleach is the worst." That's how much it hurt niggas' hearts, bro. It really our our hearts. Niggas pulling that heart pain. You know what? That makes me not wanna not wanna even read that last bit. But even though I just want to see how it ends, right? Like y'all said, it ends horribly. Right. Picture, picture this, bro. Imagine you sleeping with it. Like you, you, you imagine this, right? You finally got the girl of your dreams, right? Like you, you worked six years, six hard, long, vicious years. You took her to Kings Island, Disney World. You took her everywhere, bro. Took her to fairs, fed her family, got her groceries, two hundred dollars every two weeks. Took care of her. Andre. And then you finally, <laughs> and you finally get there, right? You finally get in there, and she ain't even got a pussy. There's nothing. There's oh, nothing. No. There's nothing down there. There's nothing. Oh, no. No. There's nothing. That's how we get it. Oh nah. Mm-mm. Six years wasted. Nah, that's counterproductive, dog. We can't do that. No, nah, he gave you stuff. They gave you what you wanted. It's just that you know it was trash. I mean, yeah, like they had some of the best towers of the big, like uh, like Kim Kimpachi's Araki was one of the best characters out of the whole three he's, shows. He's like, he, he was one of the ones I was invested in, like figuring out what his zomp, who his Zompakto was. Like we kind of low key knew the whole time, but like uh, fucking like just figuring out it was half the shit. Like I don't know. No, my thing is just you know I think when he. He did okay with the characters he already did before the the Aizen shit, but mm-hmm. he really ruined like the Zero Guard for me. Like I expected a lot from them niggas to be like the way to they hyped them like up. They yeah, they got washed pretty quickly, and their powers were pretty lame in my opinion. And I was just like, mm. and I guess it's all because he was rushing towards the end. But it just was like he basically. Felt like he had to close up all these these holes, but he just didn't do a good job of closing them. Where I maybe I guess it would have been better if he just left them bitches open. Because the way he chose it, even the the Kenpachi thing, it's like he kind of ruined them with the Bankai shit. It was just like, all right, what the yeah. fuck is this? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. When I, I watched it, I was like, what the fuck is this? Horrible. See, <laughs> so, so Bleach is your number three. This is my number three. And uh, so I'm going to give number two to Naruto and number one to One Piece. Reason behind it. So um, I'm going to start with the characters. So for the characters in One Piece, I don't necessarily have any characters that I feel very strongly in one direction or the other. But when it comes to to Naruto, um, I feel a bit salty about some things. Yes, Naruto has, I guess you you can argue, my favorite anime character of all time, which is Itachi. Um, but it also has my most hated character of all times, which is Kabuto. And I, I fucking hate that man down to the core. And there are also um, characters within uh, within Naruto, which I feel I still feel a bit salty about how much they got hold. Um, prime example being Lee, Rock Lee. That man definitely had so much potential to be great within the show. But but the author said, nah, fuck that. I'm just going to give this man his one moment and then straight trash him. Um, you can say Kiba um, got the same treatment or whatever. Like they, they had a lot of characters. Yeah, Shino, they had a lot of characters. They had a lot of potential to go hard within the show. And then they straight trashed niggas said, all right, Shifudun is in. Y'all niggas out. So um, I definitely, definitely wasn't a fan of, of how they did that. 
And um, to be honest, with so much filler that they threw within the show, I actually don't even fully remember every single fight that happened. Well, I don't even remember a, a good batch of the fights that happened within the show, or should I say, um, or meaningful moments within the show. So I'm like, damn, um, that that's that's how y'all going. That's how y'all going to do it, brother. Um, I was a fan of the fights um, between um, between Madara and the rest of the squad or whatever, because he that nigga definitely went hard or whatever. But I would say that was probably the biggest moment that uh, stuck out to me because that nigga, he killed that shit. Well, not to mention uh, Rocket League dropping the weights. Everybody's going to remember that as one of the most uh, um, iconic moments within within uh, within Naruto. But when it comes to One Piece, um, when I was like basically at the point where I just started to uh, switch over between watching it on TV and then looking it up on uh, on the internet and then switching over to manga, eventually like, oh, what's this shit? Um, One Piece was my shit because I actually enjoyed the comedy of it a lot more than I guess uh, what you guys would say in your in your uh, in your point of view. I actually found that shit funny as hell when I first started watching the show. Um, of course, you know, as you get older or whatever, your sense of humor changes and everything, and it's not exactly appealing to you the same. But um, that shit definitely um, was one of the things that's that made me incredibly stick with uh, with uh, going through with manga and anime into the future. So I got to keep that one at my at the top of my list. And just like how Ceteros was saying, that's the one show that I've actually like looked up on one piece, just like, you know, watching different theories and all this shit. Seeing um, about this character and that character, and and um, how the world building um, affects how great the show is and everything. Like when you actually watch a lot of uh, YouTube or just anything with people talking about a certain show or whatever, it gives you a different perspective on it. You gain a bit more appreciation for it. So um, I, I gotta have one piece at the top of my list for it. And Naruto, you still special to me, but um, I just don't really think that's. Um, I have a huge memory of everything that has gone on with it to make me really appreciate it as a show as much as One Piece. Yeah. Right. So that's my top three. Yeah. Make sense. Well said. <laughs> well, one thing I will toss out, I guess, before we change the section that I forgot to mention in my One Piece thing. Another character I don't like the way they're doing is uh, Usopp. He was one of my favorites. And I felt like uh, post time skip, I expected him to gain more courage. And he seems like he's more of a bitch. Um, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> well, hear, hear me out about Usopp right quick. Oh, here we He's go. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. He is a hundred percent. Uh, he is wet, wet dog piss. He's just garbage. Um, but what kills me the most about Usopp's character in total is not his courage. It's his random ass abilities that fit any goddamn situation. Apparently, his bag has everything in the fucking book. Before we knew he had hot sauce, he had hot sauce thumbtacks. He was cool, okay. Now he has like the omnipotent power to summon any plant life. That doesn't make any fucking sense. It was like there was a bunch of weird stuff on the island. Explain what the weird stuff was. That was an aspect of the world building that I didn't appreciate because didn't explain shit. So that was gay. I didn't like it. Like that shit was. Uh, Ah. <laughs> hey, yeah, Oda had to give him the ability to do whatever the hell he needed him to do. He's the utility belt of the crew. He was doing all the jobs before niggas came home. That is yeah. true. He was fixing the ship and everything. He was doing the business. He was a handyman. The, the shipwright. Yeah, he he the 
He made the flag, man. He a goon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I'll say out of everybody would be the jack of all trades, and everybody else has their specific specialties. He became a jack off later in the series, so. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so we're going to go ahead and get into this next segment. Yo, what's up? MGG here. I'm guessing you love anime. Well, we already know you love anime, but where are you getting your anime fix? Where are you watching As the Master's Demon Power and Black Clover? Or Ogun turning it up to 11 in Fire Force? Well, you better be watching it on Funimation. If you're looking to rewatch something old or start something new, Funimation has got you covered with hundreds of anime from Shonen to Shoujo. Y'all remember those days having to scour the interwebs to watch your favorite shows or waiting years to finally see the show you've been watching get dubbed? If you're a dub watcher or you've mastered your Sharingan and watched the subs, Funimation has got you covered. They have episodes available the same day they air in Japan and the dub versions within two weeks. No more 720p episodes of your favorite anime in like 20 parts. If all that wasn't enough, with the Funimation subscription, you also gain access to members-only content and shop exclusives, meaning you can finally reach the peak of your fandom power. On top of that, you get a two-week free trial to get started. So why are you still listening to me? Go to Funimation.com forward slash subscribe now, or click the link in the show notes, and start streaming your favorite anime ad-free today. Um, this one uh, gets a bit more personal for everybody. What got you into anime and what made you become an otaku? Who we started with? Uh, well, I guess I'll start since I kind of uh, dived into that a little bit with um, how I was um, describing my top three. Uh, so basically, I started off, I mean, I'm pretty sure almost everybody watched Dragon Ball Z. Uh, growing up as a kid, but that's not really um, one thing that would necessarily make everyone start to dive into the whole world of anime and manga. Um, for me, it all began when I was watching uh, One Piece and uh, Naruto on TV, and once I got to the end of it on TV, I'm like, shit, man, I'm trying to fucking um, just just stop right there, whatever. Uh, started looking online, trying to figure out, okay, are there any more episodes of of these specific shows out there? And then I saw these uh, whatever websites, you know, whether it's Crunchyroll, Funimation or the shadier websites and um, eventually started watching through them on there. And then got to the end. I'm like, damn, that's it. That, that's all I get to. Is, is there an actual end to these shows or whatever? And then somehow, you know, through searching on the Internet, you eventually find manga. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is way past where I was in the anime. Oh, I'm, di- I'm diving deeper to this. And, you know, um, that's actually how I started to get into manga. And, and you know, as I, uh, well, I'll, I'll be honest uh, with how I was growing up. Anime and manga was a thing that I kind of kept secret from, you know, everybody that I knew within my community. Because, you know, in a lot of communities, if you're a person who actually listens to this shit, then you're kind of like an out, you're outcast or whatever. Like, oh, this person, this dude. <laughs> Yeah, this dude, this dude weird as fuck, bro. What the hell? You over here reading these uh, Japanese porns and shit, bro? You weird as hell. You know, you basically go get flamed throughout the rest of your your time being into the neighborhood or whatever. So I was like, yeah, uh, I ain't really uh, making that move. I really didn't start talking with people a lot about it until I got into college and uh, started to meet um, a bit more of these blurred communities, as you can say. And, you know, we started passing on different shows that we fucked with and I definitely uh, 
became much more of an otaku, I, I guess you could say, during during my college times. That's my journey nice. with it. That's nice. That's nice. That's good. That's, that's very, very regular. That's nice. I like that a lot. That was, that was, that was good. Mm. Gracias. Gracias. So who's next? So we, should we go in the opposite order of the first one? So MGG and then Shadows and I forget which one of you guys went first for the first topic. I think it was me. I think I think Lord B won. Let's do let's do MGG. Yeah. All right. So I didn't have cable growing up, so I didn't watch DBZ like everyone else did. I experienced some DBZ through the video games actually. I would say like where I started was uh Four Kids, Foxbox, all those Saturday morning cartoons. So I was on One Piece, Shaman King, Digimon, Pokemon, um, all of that for a while first, and then I think I was on that whole Digimon. I mean, I like Digimon more than I like Pokemon, but Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh! craze, buying the cards, stuff like that. Then I got to a point where I got cable, so then I was able to, like, dive into it a little bit more, because before I would only really catch, like, really it was only adult swim shows, because I would go visit, like, cousins' houses, and we'd be at, like, 9 or 10 at night, and that's when adult swim would pop up, so I'd see, like, episodes of Yu Yu Hakusho, and, like, whatever else they were showing on Adult Swim at the time, and that's where I started getting a taste, like, oh, shit, this shit's dope, I don't know what the fuck is going on, because this is, like, episode 20, and I haven't watched any of the episodes before, but this nigga's shooting lasers out his fucking finger, that, that seems dope. So, when I got cable, I got into it more, I was always playing, like, anime video games, so that kind of helped, um, and then I think when I really started to catch a vibe was uh when i started watching bleach and naruto on like toonami or whatever but bleach was the one that i think drove me into it always funneled me into the next phase of my otaku-ness until i got to this point so i was like watching bleach um then i wanted more bleach episodes so i started searching on youtube found out that you know you could watch parts of that shit sometimes in spanish sometimes in english so i started watching like the the japanese versions of them then when I caught up to all that, I was like, fuck, I need to know what happens next. So then I, I found out about like manga spoilers first. So I was always reading like the manga spoilers, never knowing where I could go to actually read the manga. Then I finally found out a site, uh, shout outs to one manga while it was still around <laughs> that allowed hmm. me to read that. Mm-hmm. So then I started reading on there, caught all the way up to a lot of shit, started, you know, binging more, exploring more things through my like summers of high school. Cause those be the best time to binge hella anime so catching up with like full metal alchemist like going through stuff i've heard people recommend before and then like gramp said because we met i met gramps in college so then i found out other people that look like me uh watched this shit too uh and then i was like it was it was over from there like they couldn't get me to stop talking about shit especially the ones that read the manga it was like when one piece chapter dropped i was going to my friend um deuce's room because deuce was there too i would go to deuce and i'd be like yo did you read that one piece chapter and we have like three hour long conversations about like the manga chapter so much so like everyone on our floor probably like hated us because they were like oh these niggas is talking about manga a fucking <laughs> they knew they wasn't gonna be able to get none of our attention when we start talking about that shit bro we argue about that shit for hours so that was when i would say like i started becoming i was kind of like an otaku right before i got to college but then i felt more comfortable like just diving into it more exploring more reading other shows and then now i think i'm at the point where i'm just like 
I think I've experienced a lot of the shonen stuff, and I'm looking at more sub genres, either within shonen or outside of shonen, to find like more interest in. So like sports, uh, delinquent manga. Um, I, I don't think I'm ever going to be a slice of life fan, but just other shit to to see what other interests I have now. But yeah, I would say that's my journey. Nice, nice. Uh, word. All right. So um, uh, earlier on, uh, when I was eight is when I first watched any TV show. Uh, and this isn't because like my parents were strict. It's because I was homeless. But from at one to eight, I know nothing about eight. Hey, this is a tragic backstory. I'm sorry about this. Hey, bro, but, I'm the pro tag energy. I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Your father's strong as hell. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. When I was when I was born, uh, born as triplets, and I I came out and my I, my I kicked one of my brother's skulls in, so I'm twins now. And my parents were just like, he's a demon child, so they just put me in an adoption agency in Cairo. So which kind of sucks. Uh, my full name is Cedros Delegrans. It's my first name. I oh, you kid you not. Like a hollow from Hueco Mundo, low key. Yo, <laughs> it's like the name the name means worthless heap of garbage that's what my first name means yeah that's because my dad my dad like hated me so what uh what happened after that is i got to america and i stayed with this like i stayed with like this weird guy uh through the adoption agency and he showed me ninja scroll crying freeman every gundam and i didn't go to school so i was watching these I was like, these are pretty cool. Then I watched Kanikuman, or you guys call it Ultimate Muscle. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> and then with the Japanese, I didn't know what was going on. I just saw this man wiggling his butt and beating him with a butt buster. He said it in English, he was like, butt buster. I was like, what is this? I was, oh my God. I was, I was so excited about this. And then I saw, um, I saw Dragon Ball, like all of Dragon Ball, five times over five I knew about Dragon Ball Z. And I was like, man, I love Devil Man. Devil Man is so cool. Not like Devil Man, like Crybaby or not like that. Like Devil Man in Dragon Ball. It was a dude named Devil Man. And then I saw Devil Man, like the actual show Devil Man. Then I saw Cyborg 009. And I saw all these like old series. And I was like, what is this? And I saw like regular cartoons, like uh, Bugs Bunny afterwards. And I was like, this isn't like the anime I was watching. This is different anime. And I thought everything was anime growing up. So I was confused. And that, that didn't get me into anime realistically. It didn't really like, because I, I didn't like, I went to school and I was like 12 years old and I saw these people dressed up in the back class reading Rosario X Vampire, being musty, you know, just, just not living their best lives. They were playing Smash Brothers and they were just like, did you guys watch Naruto? And I was like, no, nah, I didn't. Because I'm not going to tell you if I did. I was, I learned basketball. I didn't like basketball, but I learned everything about basketball just not to talk to these mouth breathers. I kid you not. Like, I was like, nah, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about the different nuggets, nigga. I ain't worried about no fucking, fucking Ichigo. I ain't worried about that. But at home, I had Raid Master and, and Mayor and Zatch Bell. I had all that. And what got me into anime like heavy, what got me into like everything like heavy, was this girl her name was Coda she was so in that she had colored hair first girl I ever met with colored hair she's black and Japanese prettiest girl I ever met to this day still and she said to me and I quote I think you would look really cool as an anime character and I had not seen many black anime characters that look cool and she showed me the greatest thing I'd ever seen in my entire she showed me Samurai Champlo and 
ever since Samurai Champlo, ever since that, I've been a, just a weeaboo, a mouth breathing, Naruto running stuff, a sick bitch. That's been me. Damn. Bro, I can't even hold you. That that sounded like a shonen protagonist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100%. Real talk. I appreciate you sharing that, though. Like, that's some, some dark stuff in the beginning, but I mean, <laughs> you bounce back from it hard, bro. Like, yeah. Some- <laughs> the thing is, is your shirt over, or are you still working toward a goal? Are you working to become a pirate king or some shit? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so, let me explain my true goal. As, as I wish to become the reincarnated dated, reincarnated demon king of the shonen world because every time I read a series about a reincarnated demon king, there's 37 that I read so far. I love it. They they just ridiculous. They get they get mad harem. I just want a harem of women. That's why I always push like I'm in polyamorous relationships. I just want, I just want a harem. Man. I want 57 big titty non musty women because some titties be musty. I ain't gonna cap. But yeah, <laughs> he said, "I just want a hair." I mean, he only want the power. He didn't say nothing about the powers, not the- nothing. Right? That's how he said it. Be the simple things, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. That's a bet. Oh, okay. So I guess I'm up next. Um, so for me, um, so just to kind of set the the stage, like my parents were, my parents are immigrants. They came from Haiti. Um, so they came here. So probably around like when I was like eight, nine years, seven, eight, nine, one of them ages. I just, I just couldn't tell you the specific age. It was around that time that I, I just remember before like my mom, cause she used to have to work in a factory and she would have to drop me off super early in the morning at the babysitter, which was like right across the street. So like, I'd be up at like three, four o'clock in the morning. So like, I'm an early riser. Like everybody was like, how do you do it? I was like, I've been doing it since I was like a kid. So we get, I get up and watch on like for, you know, some, if anybody knows about like the New York channel, because that's where I'm originally from is Brooklyn, New York. Like the New York channels on like, I want to say it was like channel 11 or channel, like it was one of those weird aqua channels that did not have cable. So there was three animes that came on. I didn't know they were animated at the time. I just thought they were just cartoons. I was watching Ronin Warriors, Sailor Moon, and Dragon Ball Z. All three of those would come on, and I would just sit there. And my mom would literally, my eyes would be glued to the TV. And my mom was, like, literally dressing, like, getting me ready to go. Or I'd be, like, half doing it myself and, like, watching these things. Like, I watch, like, to this day, like... At Running Wars doesn't hold up as much just because of how, how the, you know, the graphics and that kind of stuff. If they ever remastered it, I'm in it. Uh, but still, I recently actually just rewatched it. But like from that point on, just the same thing as like MGG would say, like I kept up, just started watching those other ones, the, um, the Yu-Gi-Oh's, the Shaman King, um, uh, uh, uh what's the name? The, um, Awesome and Muscle watching that one also. Um, like anything that anime that came on while, you know, still doing all the comic book stuff. I was really heavy in the comic books and then watching all of that stuff. Like you couldn't tell me like certain shows, like I just was not watching. Like there's, for example, Nick at Night. I don't know anything about that. I have no idea what that is. People talk about it and I just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Cannon. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I get none of that stuff. Don't know anything. You want to talk to me about Pokemon? Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, Shaman King, any of that stuff. I can talk about that stuff all day because that's all I watched. 
so like as time went on, like throughout high school, um, you know, kind of there was a, actually a little bit of a, a delay there. It was high school. I was just being, you know, a maniac and you're just, you know, running up and down and doing that kind of stuff you would do in Brooklyn, New York. Um, like by the time I was 17, um, I joined, you know, I still kept up on some stuff, you know, the Dragon Ball Z stuff, a li- like a little bit of pre Naruto kind of watching some of those things. Um, played a lot of video games, but, um, by the time I was 17, uh, I signed up, joined the Marine Corps. Uh, my first tour was to Okinawa, Japan. Oh. So I was in Okinawa, Japan for three years. Man, like you would think, like it, Okinawa is like, uh, just an island, like off of, um, Japan, like mainland Japan. So like every once in a while, we take like trips just to go to mainland. Blew my mind. Like just all that stuff. So that's when I started picking up Naruto again. Um, I, I went into, uh, 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 that's when all that stuff started rolling in. And then probably like after my tour there, like I was just head. That's when I become like full otaku mode. Like you couldn't, but I wasn't talking to anybody about it. Good luck trying to explain that in the Marine Corps with a bunch of people where their primary goal is to teach you how to be uh, uh, basically a war machine. So there's no way I was sitting there just like, hey, did you watch Naruto? <laughs> All right, so we got jokes. Let me go ahead. Go ahead and get these uh, 100 push-ups since you want to talk about crazy card, crazy anime characters. So um, did that, and then I've just been on it, like, ever since. Like, it, it, especially now, um, uh, 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 you know, my wife, like, she knows. Like, she just knows, oh, it's, it's that day. He's watching anime. Let me just leave him alone. He's just going to sit here watch it and then i'm always on blogs and just like just like uh, you know a real big shout out to um mgg and gramps and just the whole afro taku thing like it's it's no joke like it's there's really like you can't talk like even my friends i talk to you about like like you can talk to about dragon ball z and that's all they know and it's kind of just like there's so much more there's so much that's out there like for me now like i'm getting a lot more to isekai like the shonen thing was it's cool i like watching it like the underdog overcomes and all that other stuff but like isekai for me that that's the that's pinnacle everybody's gonna die there's a potential where every single person is going to die and it's <laughs> i'm cool with that that's okay like how do we go from there when that point when not when that part happens so um yeah that's that's pretty much how i got you know to the point i am now mm-hmm. Nope. I mean, thanks for the appreciation. Like, that's that's why we're doing it. I mean, like I said, there's a bunch of us out there in the world, and luckily the internet allowed, you know, everyone to kind of connect instead of us being those high school kids that's just hiding there, whatever, or adult people who's just hiding their anime obsession, whatever you want to call it. But like, I mean, that's what we're supposed to do. Like, just share the share the knowledge and, and open people's eyes to stuff other than Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> a lot of niggas yeah, can stop there. Yeah. It's a hard show. We got to put respect on us to Granddaddy. But it's like, it, it's at the same it, time, it's, it's like... The opening. Yeah, yeah. It's like once you get past those gateway drugs like Naruto, uh, Bleach, uh, I wouldn't even consider One Piece as much of a gateway because how many episodes are out there? Like, you have to be committed to anime <laughs> to, to get to One Piece. So... It's like if you get past that gateway drug, there's just so many other things out there, so many different stories to be told, and the way they tell them is so unique and crazy. But that's dope. So I yes. guess last but not least is uh, me. Uh, 
So it was a, a lot of escapism for me. I don't know. I was, had a stepmom and they were assholes. So at school, I would just, uh, I'm saying, talk to the nerd. I was a huge, I was a huge nerd. It was all the, the monster ranchers and, uh, Naruto, Yu-Gi-Oh, all that stuff in the beginning. And like we, um, we would be at school and band class. We would be in a closet playing Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Goddamn, in the shadow realm type. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, um, my homie Tim, he used to bring Shonen Jump magazines, to school, and I was just like, "What are these?" Like, and he's like, "It's, it's manga." Like, I'm so he let me borrow some, and I'd read like Ranma one half and all all the crazy different stories they had. And he was like, you know what I'm saying? If you like this, they there's like a cartoon called you Haku show that they show on cartoon network. The first time I saw that shit, it just cemented otaku. It, it was use K. It was Kuwabara. He, all those cats just Genkai. Like the stories were great. Like I played the dark tournament video game, but then I kind of, uh, fell out a little bit. I didn't watch it for like a few years and then Netflix came out and uh, they kind of had a pretty big selection even in the beginning of anime. So that's really how I got back into it and then started finding all the newer shows and figuring out you could read manga online and stuff. And honestly, you guys, uh, the Afro Takus got me really hard back into it because like i was i had been listening to podcasts and then somebody somebody had mentioned uh really recommended you guys to me uh that was kind of what got me back i i started getting back on the pages and seeing what was new what was fresh what was coming out yeah like those are my origins yeah that's dope too like i mean everybody got a little like Sadness, light or heavy sadness in they in they backstory. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anybody ever get their ass beat for like legitimately say like having an argument about Goku? I remember I got punched in the stomach by this nigga that was ten years older than me because I said, and I quote, "I think Toriko will have a good chance against Goku." This nigga hit me with such force. Oh my god! I think I, I bled a little bit. Damn! Not <laughs> question. Quick question: Was he wearing some black Air Force Ones? <laughs> he was. He was wearing. He was wearing a red bandana, blue flats, a wife beater, and he was so dark I didn't see him coming. I ain't gonna cap. Um, nah, I, I arguing with niggas on the internet. Uh, they definitely come with that type of energy, especially when you're talking shit about Goku, bro. They be pulling out things oh I ain't God. never heard this nigga do. Like, did you? <laughs> yeah, no fabric of reality. Like, no. When did that happen, bro? You know when? No, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going. Go yell. When Majibu yelled and did he broke reality, that means Goku could break reality. Remember when he was a skittle and he was beating Majibu ass? That means technically he's the strongest piece of candy in any anime. Right. Technically. <laughs> I can't. Okay. Uh, Dragon Ball Z is okay, but the story is way too cyclical for me. You can't count on anybody dying for real in that bitch. Yep. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to... 
gonna defend Dragon Ball Z right quick oh, because Dragon finish with this. Look, Dragon Ball Super, like the whole beginning was the were the movies. Like what 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 are you what are you doing to me? Like I I thought I, we were getting some new shit. You just literally made the first like 50, 60 episodes into the movie that it all, we'd already seen. Like, what is what is this about? Okay. That's that's facts. But super sucks. The boost the boost saga was horrible to me. That's just because the way the cell saga ended was godlike. Not because of the Gohan shit. I don't even care about the Gohan shit. The Frieza saga has been built up since Dragon Ball Z in the beginning. Since Dragon Ball even. Since the origin of Goku. And then, the, the, all the plot lines of Dragon Ball got handled in selling the Frieza arcs. Goku's origin, that got handled in the Frieza arc because we got all the information about what Frieza did. What he did to the Red River base where he put his dick all over the whole Red River army and killed them niggas. Got handled with Cell because Nigga was so mad. He spent his entire lifeblood developing Cell, who didn't even get finished until the near future. And then Boma made a time machine. Went, Cell went back in time and flexed on these niggas. It took all that time for Cell to get made. That's how dedicated the Red Ribbon Army was, or at least Dr. Jerome was, to destroying Goku. And that got handled all from Frieza to Cell. And that's a beautiful story arc all around. What I hate is Boo. And everything else that don't make not make no sense. That's just stupid. That's just dumb. <laughs> that kind of goes back to 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 Lord B's point, though. I mean, it's just like once they got, I I agree. Once they got to where they defeated Cell, like after that, it just became oh, Goku's got some other power level he's gonna hit. Like even with Super now, it's just like they've broken up like Ultra Instinct into like three different types, I guess, in him trying to master it, and then now. Uh, um, you know, just reading some stuff. He's up to, you know, I guess mastered. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, okay, so he's now basically what you're saying is he's at super. Is that what you're telling me? That he's just redoing that that part where we're redoing this again. That when he's fighting the big villain. So I mean, to me, like I'm not, I, I don't really keep up with your. I, well, correction, I keep up as far as like getting the cliff notes. I'm not keeping up to sit there and watch like the episodes of reading the manga on that. Like. It's like it's very cyclical. It's the same stuff, and it's like we said, like we we're past that point. Like we we know what Dragon Ball Z is. That's cool. That's exactly. the gateway for some people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I try I try my best not to keep up with Dragon. Ball. <laughs> <laughs> the internet will let me not keep up to Dragon. Ball. No, they won't. Exactly. They will not. Like they will not. Will post will post a manga on on the pages and. I'm like, bro, I didn't need that at all. <laughs> Did y'all hear about Moro doing this? Shit? I don't, bro, I didn't even read it. No, you want to hear about this? I'm going to post the, the last panel. That's so I didn't know. Thanks. Uh, since we're on the topic of this, though, um, I wanted to bring up one thing. Did y'all actually play with any Pokemon cards when y'all growing up? I know I didn't. I know I know some people that had some bitches, but I definitely never actually played with them. I don't even know how to play with them. I can explain the rules to you if you want. Out the game. I went to tournaments. I went. I, I'm not joking. I went to a tournament. Uh, we had Pokemon cards. I lost. It was like you had like five matches, like legitimately, like it was like a Pokemon tournament. We went, and you could win. Like I think I don't think it was money, but I, I think you won like specific cards or something like that or yeah i went to a legitimate tournament pokemon tournament to do that and it was just like just some random stuff like i wasn't 
it wasn't like, oh, I'm setting up to go to this tournament. It was just like we had a friend. We used to play Pokemon cards and we, you know, run to the store, go buy them, see what you can get, all that fun stuff. And he was like, hey, man, uh, my dad's going to take us to uh, take me to a tournament. You want to go? I was like, shoot, why not? Went there, played, like had the little damage counters and all that stuff on your on your cards and all that. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did that. I went, I, I rode my bike to Windsor, which is Canada, um, which is it, back then you could just go between Detroit and Windsor. Uh, you can't do that now. But there was a tournament for the original Mew card for that they handed out when you first saw the Pokemon Mew movie. It was like a holographic uh, ancient Mew card. Um, I won that tournament. Uh, I, I beat, I got the card still. I'm waiting for that shit to appreciate in value, but um, I, I like the card game. I like card games a lot. Like, I play like Magic and shit. I'm a, I'm a big, I'm a big fucking nerd. Damn. So, I um, I used to collect Pokemon cards. I never actually played the game because I never figured out how to play the game. A uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! I used to flex on motherfuckers. I'll wash your ass in Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Hell no! You're your third rate duelist with a fourth rate deck, huh? Joy <laughs> 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 Oh man! How about you, MGG? Oh yeah, I mean, I I collected the cards just like Lord B, but I, I never knew how to actually play the fucking game. I was just like, huh? Yu-Gi-Oh was definitely way more simple because I mean, every episode was them playing the fucking game. So right, <laughs> you figured it yeah. after a while. <laughs> that is true. All right, so let's get to this next discussion topic. What are you most excited about with the next generation of consoles? So this is talking about the Xbox Series X and S, the new PS5, and the, I guess we'll call it the light version, which simply just doesn't have a disk drive in it, mm-hmm. and um, everything that's coming with it. Um, so that's including the um, like the Xbox Game Pass and I guess all of the exclusives that you're going to see coming from PlayStation um, in the near future. Uh, Bethesda uh, being bought out by Microsoft, all that good shit. Which I'm most excited about. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to. Um, for me, I think. Um, I think this next upcoming year, I'm not gonna buy them when it's a mess right now. Um, for me, I'm a big like. I, I've been giving it to GameStop probably these last two years because I'm very patient and I'll wait until you know GameStop's like slowly going out of business. So I'm just waiting. You know, I get notices all the time because I'm a GameStop rewards member. So you can go there and they'll be like, oh, you can buy two used games and buy one, get one free and so on and so forth. So sometimes I'll go there, turn in some games. Um, I'll, I'll basically get that and then usually get like games for like, you know, 20 bucks and I'll have like three games. So I'm very patient waiting on those deals to do that. Um, but that being said, with the new digital, because I, I was one of those people when um, Xbox uh, Xbox One first came out, and they were talking about, hey, we're just going to go all digital. I was like, you out of your mind? I need to get some resale out of these discs and that kind of stuff. Now that I'm thinking about it and really looking, up, really looking at it, like the new wave is going to be digital. So with both of these systems coming out, um, uh, both of these consoles coming out digital, I think that is a huge, big deal, especially just how things are going to change. 
So um, I don't know what pricing is going to be. I, I doubt that they're going to, you know, come down off of that $60 uh, cost. But, you know, with um, especially with Microsoft buying all the Bethesda uh, 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 games and Microsoft really trying to do their best to get those, you know, really great titles to put with them, because I think Xbox does have that kind of potential. But PlayStation just has heavy hitters, just straight up heavy hitters. Um, uh, 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 you know, with Miles Morales coming out, uh, God of War, Ragnarok coming out, and and all of these things that are that are just being there, and just how crisp and 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 crazy these systems are going to be. Like this next year, I'm buying both. Like I'm, I've never done that before. I usually get one right out, and then you know it is what it is. I'll get over. It. But like I think what what did it for me this past year is like I've never I haven't played Spider Man. I've watched so many twitches and so many things about it. I'm just like, man, I'm not doing this to myself again. Like, I'm going to get the PS5 and I'm going to get the Xbox um, Series X. So I'm super excited for both of them. There's so much potential um, and really trying to see if they'll do cross-play. Sometimes they, they have to, right? There's no way that, you know, this is just like a potential, but there's no way that they can't figure out some way to be able to do that. I know they're, you know, in, in their big battles right yeah. now, but Who's to know? Somebody with an app or somebody can come up with that and, and just work, you know, get, get, you know, pay PlayStation and um, Microsoft just to say, hey, here's my app. This is what I'm trying to do, trying to put everybody on like at least something. So it, it might, it may work. I, I'm just hoping it's super excited for, uh, um, for the next ones that's coming up. Well, um, I, I PC game most of the day. But um, when I saw that PS5, I, I kid you not, I was I was but a boy, and now I'm a man. You ever you ever lose? <laughs> like, Hell no! I, like I was losing my virginity. It felt like it felt like I just been to a Twinkie. It felt like it felt so strong and good. It felt like you just got a handshake from your father after years of neglect. It was just such a powerful moment when I saw Demon Souls remastered. I saw I, I was like, damn, I'm I'm gonna have to commit arson. I don't know. I just had to commit a crime equally enough to the satisfaction I felt. It was just such an intense emotion going over me. So PS5 probably Xbox One's looking like garbage right now, but I'm still gonna bite it cause cause I'm a shill. Uh, I don't know what Nintendo's doing, but they need to get their shit together. But they're at least not a lot of new PC stuff, so I'm excited about that. That's literally it. That's it. And Stavros uh, giving us more proof that he's an anime protagonist talking about shaking your father's hand after years of neglect. Listen, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, look, I came back on the part where, where this motherfucker said Xbox One is some garbage. I'm like, station is literally rolling out all of all of the things that Xbox did last gen. Because literally came from saying, "Oh, we believe in generations." Introducing some half-ass game Game Pass fucking ganger. You're basically going to be able to play game Xbox Game Pass. You can play everything currently right now, and they've already said all of their first-party games are going to be introduced immediately on Xbox Game Pass. Already. Uh, bought Bethesda and all of their entities means that either to get your money by putting them on both platforms or make them a single platform game. So either way, they're yeah. 
I, I can't cap you there. That's completely accurate. But let me, let me... for Xbox to establish themselves as as more, I've I've already seen Game Pass as one of the most innovative things to happen to gaming in the last five mm. to ten years. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the Netflix of fucking gaming. Much. My, my thing is, though, what's the use of actually buying the Xbox console if you can just have a PC and just get the X-Pass, the Xbox uh, Game Pass for $10 a month and have access to all those games? <laughs> they not call oh, it the X-Pass? <laughs> X, Xbox Game Pass. Oh, X-Pass sounds like a better name. <laughs> Damn. It's like when I pass my X to the homies, the X-Pass. <laughs> she belongs to the streets, so to the she oh, shall return. Man. <laughs> yeah, but, but yes, yeah. So, so, what's the use of actually buying the console? I'm guessing I'm asking you this uh, in this question, Lord B. Lord B, is he is he eating pizza? Is he chilling? <laughs> um, I guess I guess just from because I I play I have an X, so just from just from you know this uh, I don't I don't really do see. I think it's just you know you can get a controller for your uh, for your PC. I don't really see the difference there. I, I probably have to do a little bit more research just to see, but I mean that's a valid that's a valid point. Barring anything, um, but, I mean you could just buy a PC and you really wouldn't have to have an Xbox. But I don't know if there's something that is I don't know. I guess from a gaming perspective, that kind of gears it toward there because right now you can cross play. I know at least with Call of Duty, you can cross play Xbox and PC. Right now, I know you can definitely do that, but it's right. not really crossplay. It's not really trust. It's not really crossplay because if you have a PC, you, you pretty much got Microsoft and Microsoft works off of that. So. We got you back, Lord B. Mm. I know you're having some audio issues, but yeah, I mean, I guess I'll squeeze my comment in while we're waiting for him to pop up. Uh, my history is PS2, uh, Xbox 360, PS3. So based off of, or sorry, PS4. So based off that trajectory, it sounds like I'll get an Xbox next. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not really sure. I'm really just going to let it, let it vibe out. Like more of the reason why I even went back to the PS4 at this time was because I was like, they finally about to drop like Kingdom Hearts. So when I heard about that no noise, I was like, all right, let me just get a PS4 now so that I can make sure I can get it when it drops. But that was pretty much the only reason why I that was like the only real reason that I picked one over the other. In any case, I'm kind of like flexible to both. So it's really just going to depend on like one, what everybody around me's gotten two, what games interest me the most that's on both of them. And three, if like my PC just doesn't cut it for me as far as that, if I feel like I want a system, but I'm definitely like, I think someone else alluded to it. Like I'm not rushing to get any of these two like systems. Like I'm, I wasn't any of the guys who put, try to put in those like pre-orders for the PS five. Like I'm definitely going to wait and let it marinate a little bit before I, I take advantage. Hey, look, as far as innovation, as far as value goes, Xbox has it in the bag. They're tell they're basically telling you that they want you to bring your controllers last gen. They want you to be able to play your from the last three gen. 
are giving you these things. Generation is literally lying to their fan base. Oh, we don't believe, we believe in generation. We believe in generations. And then to introduce some half-assed Game Pass doppelganger, just telling you that they, they're copying everything that Xbox is. All right, so here goes my argument for that whole thing. I have a history of dating people that are extremely toxic and have red flags. So PlayStation <laughs> has given me many red flags and has told me it's going to change, even though before it said it wasn't going to, just like my exes. I always go back to my exes. So therefore, that's my argument. Why I'm a PlayStation fan. <laughs> Yo, um, yeah. Oh, wow. You like to date the hind hoes. <laughs> Haptic feedback, that's last gen. I want I wanna I wanna chick this into into new thing. Nah. Well what I will ask though is do you think because once again PlayStation owned by Sony, Sony, gigantic ass motherfucking company, if you think yeah. about it. Um is the gaming revenue really like justifying then put it like do you really think they got their eyes on it the same way like Nintendo whose core thing is gaming or Microsoft who probably like a significant portion of their business is the gaming division so like so, so just from I, obviously um, I'm a, just from my perspective like I, I have stock in Sony like no crap so I've sat down and like read like through their um, paperwork and financials. going through uh-huh. yeah all of their financials and gone through uh, their PlayStation, the gaming part of PlayStation, is only 30% of their income, at least from 2019, of what goes into um, actual Sony. So, like you said before, Sony's a beast. I'm not even going to sit here and let stuff. Yeah, I mean, you can just go look at it and that kind of stuff. So, I would agree. I, I think their division, Play, uh, PlayStation as a division, is going to go really strong. But it's kind of like what Lord, it's kind of like what Lord B was saying. Like they've, they. I don't know if they, they're not going to put as much work as probably what Xbox is going to. And that's because PlayStation has already gone through that point of, hey, we've got heavy hitters. We've been out doing this longer than Xbox. We already, they, they've already got a, a base where it's just like PlayStation or die. So, um, they've, they've, they've already kind of gone through that point. So kind of right now they can just put out those regular things. Not saying they're putting out trash, but they're putting out things that, you know, they, they know are going to be and they're going to do well. Plus, with everything that's going on right now uh, with the pandemic, like that's what's keeping them buoyant, believe it or not. is That's exactly what's keeping them buoyant at this point. I got three words for you. God of War. Yeah, exactly. But that's what's keeping them buoyant. They're going to keep putting out those titles. Nice dramas. Yeah. Good for it. Like, literally, Last of Us all about getting getting oh you took this away from me i'm gonna get it back by any means necessary i got you i got you so let, let's let's use just back to my ex analogy right quick because you know i was low-key serious but um <laughs> let's do it like this xbox has a lot of things like a lot of stuff xbox game pass stuff like that people use it for shooters more so it's got you know you can connect your xbox remote to your pc a lot easier it's good like that but hear me out. If it's harder to get, it makes me want it more. Like if if a girl is harder to obtain, it makes me want to try a bit harder and work towards it. If 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 you do all this extra stuff like bondage, BDSM, all this stuff is cool and all, but I'm vanilla. I like missionary, man. Like I just want the basic. I want Crash Bandicoot, Ratchet and Clank. 
Ratchet and Bandicoot. That's what I want. Xbox be like, we're going to talk about Halo Infinity. There's more. Go ahead. There's more. There's variety. There's Leopard and stuff like that. There's a lot of PC stuff. There's a lot of variety. But like, I like what I know, man. Like, I'm I'm like one of them 80 year old black men that just see something that's just like it. It needs to be like this. That's me. Definitely <laughs> get that. But this is the thing. I think Xbox is enticing PlayStation users to buy series. PlayStation is enticing the digital. Alternative. Yeah, that's fair. I get it. That's very fair. Alone. Alone. Is going to have PlayStation users like, oh, yeah, I spent bucks on a PlayStation or Xbox. Users going to be, I don't think many Xbox users are going to be like, I just spent this 500. 400 to. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I give you that. That's that's fair. I can't even argue with that one. I think one thing too is thinking about just like the multiplayer too, right? And so I've I've gone back and forth on this, and it's like, all right, and I, quote me, correct me if I'm wrong. PlayStation, their PlayStation, what is that? PlayStation Network is free, correct? And no, it's not. No, no, you are liar. PS3, I think they started charging around. Yeah. Yeah, there ain't shit on. There ain't shit free on PlayStation anymore. There ain't shit free on Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox. Only thing free is actual PC. That's it. That's true. And that and that goes back to my question: If you got PC, why why bother other than the PlayStation exclusives? There's no need. Uh, Xbox don't even got Left 4 Dead no more. There's no need. I don't even. I I sold in my Xbox just to play Apex Legends on a PC because it's better. I refuse. Switching. They're switching to digital. They can switch these hands across their chin. I don't care what they're doing. I got a PC. Patients, <laughs> the Xbox is already established. They are now coming like, eh, I think I could get with that. Now, yeah, they've had the, they've had the bigger fan base for longer. You have to do something to like. Well, I guess they don't because all of their. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a big Halo fan too, so that's why I buy the Xbox. To be honest, but um, I I can't justify getting the Xbox when I got a PC unless they stop releasing PC games and Xboxes simultaneously. Then I get an Xbox. But PS4 is pretty stubborn with releases. Like I still ain't got Ghost of Tsushima on PC. That's why I got a PS4. So that's like, yeah. Xbox is about. Phone, you can play on your laptop. You can play on your PC if you. They're they're about establishing a bigger fan base, not about homes right now. That's that's like. Let's be careful. Let's, let's be careful when you say that because we all know how um, Google Stadium was. Um, well, currently is with the way it's running. So when you try to play a uh, an Xbox game on your phone, are you sure that you're not going to run into that exact same issue just because you got an Xbox Game Pass? Is he talking? What were the issues that you were running into specifically with Stadia? Like the lag. Oh, 
actually, I have a stadia here because um, I'm stupid. So <laughs> <laughs> I bought the stadia. I actually was the first uh, hundred people to get a stadia, which is probably the only hundred people that still play it. Um, I bought it so I could review it just to see how it was. So the issue here is that they're streaming the game. You don't actually have the physical game. You're streaming it. So with when you download a game and install it to your console, you get the updates and stuff like that. You're lit. It's like Netflix. So there's always input lag. There's always an issue. It's tra- you can move it anywhere you want to, basically. But you know, do you want to if you ain't got that kind of connection? Because it doesn't connect instantly to everything. It's garbage. It's like uh, it's grass trash. Yeah, but that's that's because they're trying to take you know, a console or at least some version of a console and put it into cell phones. Cell phones are not, are not built to do that. That, that's not what they, as great as they are right now, the, you know, trying to take all of that data to push through into a cell phone. Like it, it's a struggle sometimes, depending on what kind of phone you are, just to get, you know, a, a certain clip just to load up correctly, depending on, you know, what that phone is. So trying to push a game through there. That's why I didn't really. I, I've, I've, you know, read and kind of looked up some stuff on Stadia, but I, I'm not, I'm not really buying it. I think it's just going to be one of those that'll be here for a little while and then kind of go away. So. Oh, that's my same concern with the Oculus game because they're preaching the exact same thing that you need to go on your phone and tablets and all that shit. But we already saw what that's going to end up turning into unless they have some type of crazy innovation that's going to make that all different. Boxes only. I don't think Game Pass is only trying to get you to. I think uh, Game Pass is just. They they can't have Xbox or I can't have a Sentinel. And I have homies that play Monster Hunter World with me. Just fine. Right, but you're talking about their console, right? But that's something that's coming through a console or through PC, but not necessarily through a phone. I'm just I'm just talking about just specifically for the bragging purposes of trying to play any type of game on a on a phone or or a tablet. Like who has the console? He actually he works in a. Cell phone and his controller, and he whips it out at lunch and sits out in the back stoop and plays it. Oh, and he has whoa! And this is through Xbox Game Pass. Like this shit is like fully released and everything. Game Pass, like we. Oh, we talking about Xbox. Xbox. I didn't know that. That's good. That's that's really good. Uh, I mean, great. Yeah, I've done that. Well, I've taken my um, I take my controller and I have my laptop, and I, I I yeah, literally take my laptop and I can go anywhere, and I can literally just play whatever I need to play. Sometimes, depending, it's really more on the, um, it's really more on whatever uh, uh internet that you're connected to. So whatever that speed is, if it can handle it, you'll be. Uh, I guess we're in for something different, something better. We, they do have those bragging rights. So, um, 
Now, unless you guys ha- had any other uh, comments uh, related to uh, next next gen consoles and uh, gameplay, we can go ahead and hop into this next topic. What's up, man? All right. Um, so, uh, yo, we ran into some technical difficulties at the end. So I'm going to go ahead and close this out for the group. Uh, once again, I would like to thank our guests, um, Dog Poison, uh, a.k.a. Cero, Silent Blaze, and Lord B for joining the podcast. We really appreciated having you on, and we hope to have more uh, fans on in the future. If you're looking for where to find me and Gramps, you already know where that is. You can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Just search Afro Tacos or Afro Tacos. If you're looking for Silent Blaze, you can find him in our Facebook group, uh, The Decent Spot, or you can find him on our Facebook page under Patrick Marone. Also, if you're looking to catch him on Xbox or Twitch, he goes by the gamer tag Silent Blaze 856. Uh, if you're looking for Dog Poison, aka Seros, um, you can find him on his YouTube channels. One, The Blessed Oni. The other is Dog Poison. Um, finally, if you're looking for Lord B, you can find him in our Facebook group, uh, The Decent Spot under Adam B. Also, uh, links to all their social medias will be in our description box below, aka show notes uh, for the listeners. And if you're interested in being in a future For the Fans episode, all you got to do is fill out the survey, which will be in the show notes or in the description box for the YouTube listeners below. Um, and we will add you to the list and hopefully get you scheduled for a future episode. Other than that, I'm out of here. We're all out of here. Thanks for listening. Peace.